0: Hello all, welcome to a bonus episode of Strangers Fiction. I'm your host, Austin Miller, and today we are talking about National Treasure, Edge of History. This is Disney Plus's new show, which is a spin-off from the Nicolas Cage movies, which just so happened to be one of my biggest guilty pleasures. There's a lot to say about this series. Uh, I think the fans have a lot to say. A lot of people are a little bit worried how it might turn out. I wanted to share some of the things that uh, look good to me and give me a little bit of hope as well as a lot of red flags that i'm seeing so let's get into it Hey, all National Treasure uh, Edge of History is just around the corner. It'll be coming out in December. And I think a lot of us are super excited, but also quite nervous that, you know, things could go wrong. We've seen it before with Disney time and time again when they do these reboots. They don't always go smoothly. Sometimes they're great. Other times, uh, like Star Wars, uh, they can completely drop the ball. So, you know, before I dive into the three things that worry me most. Let's talk about what we know about the show so far. Okay, so we know it's gonna premiere Wednesday, December 14th on Disney Plus. It's gonna be a show, not a movie. And we have veterans Harvey Keitel and Justin Bartha returning, which is great. Uh, we have Catherine Zeta Jones joining the cast. And then we have the newcomer Lizette Oliveira, who will be playing uh, the protagonist of the show. We also know it'll be set in the terms of timeline after the movies. in... Other than that, you know, we have a few plot details, but information is pretty sparse right now, but we can extrapolate a few things from what we have seen from trailers as well as interviews. So let's jump right into it. What's worrying me? Well, for one, uh, what made the original so great was not taking itself so seriously. It it knows what it is. It's a popcorn flick, kind of a guilty pleasure, um, you know, a chance to explore, lightly explore history, um, you know, conspiracies, lesser known histories in a fun way and, you know, uh, not not too much hit you over the head messaging or taking itself too seriously. It's there to entertain, and that's exactly what it does and what made it so fun. Now, when remakes come along, the people who remake them tend to have a uh, tendency to want to put a spin on things, maybe inject uh, some kind of agenda, messaging, politics, whatever, which, by the way, those are not bad things. Uh, Those have been part of art and movies and music for centuries, right? Um, You know, what art and politics and messaging go hand in hand however not every movie needs to be that um and and i can't emphasize that enough like there is a time and place for um a movie that is somber and sad there's a time and place for a movie that's brainless and entertaining ones that are funny we don't need to make everything um some homogenous template and you know Another thing to note is that even when shows don't have an explicit, this is the message that we want to send, uh, there are still plenty of organic and smaller lessons that can occur naturally along the way. Uh, you know, the original National Treasure movies are a perfect example of this. Lessons like the importance of preserving history, correcting the record and setting it straight, standing for what you believe in against all odds, even when everyone says you're crazy. Those are all lessons we learned along the way that were not necessarily, you know, preconceived when they were writing out the movie, right? They were there to entertain. That was the purpose. However, through the characters and the storylines, these kind of secondary lessons came our way. In terms of reboots, I think a good North Star to look at is a Spider-Man series. They rebooted. it They make it more modern with his experiences at school and, um, you know, the jokes and humor and all that, but they still don't forget where it came from and they still are able to touch on the nostalgia and things of the past um, in ways that don't seem like, hey, look, wink, wink, here's an Easter egg. They do it really organically while putting the story um, into new hands, passing the torch and modernizing it. I I I love Spider-Man as an example if National Treasure can emulate that then we're then we're in a good spot. Now, um let's read a little bit of what the Disney Plus's uh description is for the show. I think this will help us get some more thoughts here. National Treasure Edge of History is an expansion of the National Treasure movie franchise told from the point of view of a young heroine, Jess, played by Lisette Oliveira. Uh, one pause here, you know, I think we all anytime they do, do a reboot, they always go younger. How hilarious would that be if they did a reboot of National Tre- Treasure and it was like some 80 year old dude like i would love that just to throw everyone off we all it's always someone younger more beautiful uh you know but they, we never get a reboot with someone who's old and haggard and i would i would absolutely love uh that type of twist on something but nevertheless we're getting someone younger um who we don't know a ton about lizette Oliveira. so you know i have nothing to say there i don't really know any of her past work but i hope she does a great job from the trailers she seemed like she's doing a fine job um but You know, we'll see as the series progresses. Told from the point of view of a young heroine, Jess Lizette Oliveira, a brilliant resourceful dreamer in search of answers about her family who embarks on the adventure of a lifetime to uncover the truth about the past and save a lost Pan-American treasure. Which brings me to my second worry here. Lost Pan-American treasure sounds pretty broad and generic. What made the original movies so special was them really touching on real life history. Now, of course, they fictionalize it, massage details here and there. But we touched on things like Lincoln's assassination, the Knights of the Golden Circle, the Declaration of Independence, Statue of Liberty, all these things that it made it really cool to kind of learn while we're being entertained. Yes, after you learn, you have to go back and verify because everything was massaged or altered a little bit but that was what was so cool is we were really engaging with real history um this sounds pretty broad and i hope we're not trying to create some kind of generic story of a lost cursed treasure stolen by conquistadores i want some real interesting history we have a chance to go to a new location here potentially um and learn some you know stories about maybe central or south america uh it sounds like and They have so much amazing history there. Like, I really hope we engage with some of the real stories um, there, not just create some kind of generic, uh, you know, romance the stone type of uh, storyline here. Let's hear some awesome lesser-known stories. Um, So that's my second worry. Third might be an obvious one, but it's an important one. No Nicolas Cage. That's my third worry here. Nicolas Cage, surrounded by a great cast, nonetheless carries the show. Uh this is the type of movie Nicholas Cage was meant for. Um somewhat humorous, somewhat kind of deadpan humor, um, entertaining. Uh and he does a great job. carries the show. We were begging for you know nearly 10 years for a third movie, which I think would do numbers at the box office. And instead we're getting a show that as of now we don't know, but doesn't appear to feature him in any way. And even if it does, they're not gonna take it away. They're trying to pass the torch, right? So they have this ongoing franchise and story a younger actress that they can run with for years and years and they're not going to try and steal the show away with Nicolas Cage we're putting him back in this story now I'm sure we're going to dialogue with the past a ton in the trailer we see that they they have the spectacles Benjamin Franklin spectacles and there's going to be tons of throwbacks and mentions of Nicolas Cage perhaps even a small cameo or surprise appearance at the end but Uh, man, it's going to be sad not having Nicolas Cage and, you know, it's a tough assignment for Lisette Oliveira to replace someone that made the show that we're used to seeing and we really liked. Um, She's got her work cut out for her. I hope she does a good job, uh, but it's going to be big shoes to fill there. Now, those are the things that worry me, but there's also a a couple things that are giving me confidence and making me hopeful. One, that we have producer Jerry Bruckheimer, the Hollywood's mega producer who was at the forefront of the original two movies, serving as one of the show's producers we also have two of the main original writers back on which is great to hear hopefully um you know they can bring back some of that magic and maybe inject some new uh flavor there as well the years have passed uh now another thing i like is they're not trying to you know i know i've used the word reboot but they're not trying to replace Nicolas cage um with the new actress some other franchises have teased or hinted at this or flat out done it and something. I always advocate for is uh you know if you want to create a new character a new storyline um or maybe you know some representation of other cultures or all these you know things wonderful now let's create a new storyline within an existing universe and give that character their own life their own stories that we can fall in love with please don't just say oh james bond is now a woman no 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 let's bring a new storyline and focus on a female double agent and have her have her own story we don't need to replace these old characters replace um you know, these old storylines and just throw a new face in there. Let's create new exciting stories that we can fall in love with and that they can stay on their own two legs within an existing universe. Um, and I'm really excited that they're doing this here. Um, lastly, I really like that they're in the trailer, they've mentioned that this treasure and the storyline is personal to her, the protagonist, because that's part of what made the original so special, right? Uh, Nicolas Cage is there trying to set the record straight on his family and and their reputation. And uh, I love the fact that once again we have a treasure that is tied to her own personal past her dad we see harvey Keitel saying you know everything you know about your dad is a lie this is awesome we're, we're getting we're, we're bound to get some of that same magic back in this show um and and that really gives me some confidence so uh those are my initial thoughts would love to hear your thoughts in the comments below Wait,